You know, ever since my dog uh, tried Ref Greens for the first time, uh, she's been doing a lot better. I know Glenn's has too. Uh, Uno it was lethargic and not doing well, and now is just the opposite. My dog was just starting to get old too because she's a teeny little dog, and she's I think just nine, starting to get old. Nine now, yeah. So I don't know what her lifespan is, but she's like a puppy again. It's a rough greens, so good for them. It brings back all the nutrients and the and the good living, you know, the probiotics and all of that stuff that your dog needs to be healthy and and happy. You want to make sure your dog's going to like it, though. So Rough Greens is offering you a free bag right now for your dog to try out. It's about a week, I think, trial. And then if, you know, if she doesn't like it, you've lost nothing. Uh, if your dog does like it, then you just order more. All you pay for right now is shipping. Roughgreens.com slash back. 833-GLEN33 or roughgreens.com slash back. taking a couple of days off uh this is pat gray for glenn as well as uh, jeff fisher who joins us today uh we've got a lot of great stuff lined up including the fact that our fearless really sharp president is in a summit meeting right now with vladimir putin you know that's going well that's going to go over great you know it is uh because he is so magnificent well, well, we'll show you some of his magnificence uh, coming up here in a few minutes. Uh, but it all gets started in one minute. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, teamwork makes the dream work. And never does that phrase apply more than in the real estate game. Look, buying and selling a home, it's, it's hard during normal times. And I think we can agree that these are not not normal, not normal times. Um, so you need somebody who's really solid and dependable and who knows the ins and outs and the best practices, both in your area and in the area you're moving to. That's why uh, a while back, Glenn formed Real Estate Agents I Trust. It's a free service to you. When you contact us, we find the best agents in your area and connect you to them. So you're already on the right track, right out of the gate. You need somebody who's going to lead the team so that you end up somewhere you want to be at the end of a process. And you need a realtor who's really experienced to help you find those places, the right school district, uh, the right amount of you know, travel time between shops and entertainment and all of those kinds of things. Or do you want to be out in the boonies? These are the people who can steer you in the right direction. But don't take our word for it. Interview an agent in your area about your real estate process today. Real estate agents I trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's Pat Gray and uh, Jeffy for Glenn today. Taking a couple of days off. Uh... 
888-727-BECK is the number to call if you'd like to get involved with the program. Uh, Joe Biden is, of course, in that important summit right now with Vladimir Putin. And I think he'll make us all proud. I, he certainly has during the G7 am. situation. I already am. You're already proud. Yes, he's made me just uh, proud. Bursting. Proud bursting to be an pride. American. Uh, Not really. <laughs> Not really. Here's uh, some of the highlights from the last few days, which have been amazing. And I I think what's happening is that he has probably blown away the rest of the G7 leaders with how incompetent he is. It seems that way. I mean, we've seen, you know, snippets of that example from them, right? Yeah. And I mean, for different times where he just is lost and they're looking at him like, um, what is going on with this guy? You know what they're looking at him like? They're looking at him like, we've been waiting for this opportunity to stick it to America for a long time. And <laughs> right. here it is. And this That's is ex- what bothers me about it. I know. And we, we see ex- uh, examples of that from the new polling that came out from other countries saying that, you know, how much better they like Joe Biden. Oh, yeah, no you kidding. Bet. Yeah. You bet they do. Yeah, we, oh, we love him because he's not driving that america first there was that shot of emmanuel macron the other day uh who was telling biden the things they need him to do you're gonna do this you're gonna do that right biden's just nodding Uh Uh okay uh anything oh uh, sorry my dentures just fell out of my mouth i need better where's joy denture grip on him right I just need to hold on till I get to my pudding. I'm going to get in trouble from Joy. How many times has he said that? I'm sick of hearing that. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get in I trouble. I think it used I'm to be. I trouble. think the reasoning is behind that in his mind, whatever's left of it, uh, is that, you know, years ago, it was funny for him to yeah. come back to the press or come back to whoever he was talking. It makes him seem like middle class Joe. Right. Ah, you know, I'm going to get in trouble, right. but I'll come back and talk to you. Okay, let me let mm-hmm. me try to figure it out. He, you're the president now. You're right. the president of the United States of America. Exactly. Now. Who are you getting in trouble with? Right. And what are they going to do to you? <laughs> well, they'll deny my pudding some days. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> We don't want that to happen. No, no. So you go ahead and do that impromptu interview. I will go say, ahead. I'm not a fan of having pudding taken away from me. No, I'm not okay. either. That, that's true. Uh, <laughs> but my advisors are not continually no, telling me not to speak. No, they, are not. they clearly are with Joe Biden. Yeah. That, that's got to be the toughest job in the world right now. All right, Mr. President, um, when you're done with your remarks from the teleprompter, just leave the podium. Leave directly don't answer any questions we don't need an impromptu interview or any question answer session here and every time he does it i know they shout out a question and he's like i'm still joe i still got it get me in trouble but i'm too smart for you yep that's what he still believes that yes he does and then he proves otherwise every day uh here he is not remembering very well that he was president last week uh cut one from when I was 14, if you, pl- please, at ease. Okay. Uh, I keep forgetting I'm president. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's hysterical. Oh, I'm sure he does. Oh, I'm sure he does keep forgetting he's president. Yes. He keeps forgetting a lot of things. Yes, he does. Like, it's amazing he's got pants on most of the time. <laughs> but last week, Trump had his pants on backwards. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. That was okay. all righty. Did yeah. he? Which okay. did not happen. No. But, and then they produced that photo of Jill, who seemingly did have her dress on backwards. The <laughs> zipper was in the front. Yeah. Is that a new thing I where the I, zipper's you know, in the front? Pat, you know I am fashion. I know you so, are. So, I mean, there are times <clears throat> when... You know, things get turned around like that as part of a fashion statement. And, you mm-hmm. know, Joy or Jill Biden is such a joy. She really <laughs> to is. have yeah. uh, as first lady. She's just a fashion statement in and of herself. So. You know, one of the amazing telling moments of this whole G7 situation over the last week was when uh, Biden was wandering around. It looked like a tent area. And he had no idea where he was going, what he was doing, who he was. Uh, am I wearing pants right now? He didn't know. He didn't know. And Jill had to rush up to him, grab him by the hand, and lead him to where he was supposed to be. That same speech that we just aired when he was uh, at the when they landed in Germany. There. Uh, How are your meetings oh, going in Cornwall, Mr. President? Look at this. He's got tennis shoes. How are on your too. meetings going here in Cornwall? Cornwall. Come on. <laughs> oh, 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 come on. Yeah. Come on. So Joe literally grabs him and leads him to where he's supposed to be. Right. You think that G7 leaders of the world haven't noticed oh, somebody's that? Somebody's trying to talk to him. Come on, come on. Because that same the speech when they first landed there, when he's turning, looking at the babes in the crowd, and yeah. she turns around saying, pay attention. Right. I mean, it's getting ugly. And that proves even that it's getting uglier. And to me, it's so despicable of her, what she's doing, because she's been pushing him every step of the way. She She knows full well that he's in no shape to do this. And that even proves it. And Uh, that proves it. Yes, it does. She's continually having to rescue him. She knows what's going on, and yet she's putting him through this anyway. I think that's despicable. And by putting him through this, it's putting us us through this. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Putting patriotism aside. Okay, let's say you, you, you don't care about the United States. You should at least care about your husband, right? And not subject him to this kind of scrutiny. I do care about him. I just want him to be president yeah. so I can be first lady. Exactly. So I can have power. That's, that's my sense anyway. Uh, and <clears throat> yesterday he also got apparently a little bit lost reading his notes at the summit. Wow. Cut number two. And uh, you know, I've said before, and I apologize to repeat, oh, I didn't, I can't tell you, you know, I'm not a security advisor. I'm even not a lot of people here. I apologize. I'm not a lot of people. Anyway, we'll get back to that. But um, uh, we, um, uh, you, know, you know, there's a lot that, uh, that, uh, that is, that we, it, it, is, it, it's happening. I used to, oh, wow. Oh, my God. Okay, what did he just say there? (laughs) What? I don't know. I'm sorry, Mr. President. What was your point just then? I I didn't Uh, quite catch it. I know I'm a little thick right now. I know that we can um, and then, but um, uh, look, what what I'm starting to say, I've been talking too much. (laughs) Emmanuel, you go. Go ahead. Really incredible. Uh, here's another little look into his mind. He, this is, uh, slightly better when he's talking about FEMA than whatever that just was. I, I literally have no idea what he was trying to say there. Neither does he. And neither does he. Um, but he's talking about FEMA in this particular case. Uh, oh, maybe we don't have that connected properly. Not, 
All right. Uh, I think I can fix that really quick. Okay. I mean, look, he also at this G7, right, where he screwed up another time where he introduced the guy another time and they were laughing. I mean, they laughed with him Uh as he screwed that up. I mean, it's embarrassing. It is. It's, It's embarrassing. It is. Listen to this. But uh, there's, you know, there to be, you know, beginning. Uh, Again, that wait. start. But um, there is to be, you know. Uh, <laughs> okay. You're starting, what, three, four, five different topics. Uh, and you really. Oh, he's getting to it. He's getting, he's to, getting it. to it. All right. But, uh, but uh, there's, there's, you know, there to, you know, be, there's to be, you know, beginning. You know, uh, beginning. This effort uh, for 2021 is, yeah. uh, I think we've learned a few lessons from last year as well. Yeah. There's wow. help, is, we, they're, you know, being there to help uh, clear roads, rebuild uh, main streets, uh, mm. and so that the families Wait. can get back to their lives. Uh, that's what FEMA does every single day. Every single day. Wait. <laughs> FEMA, <laughs> the federal emergency management Management. administration their job is to fix roads on main street that's what they do every day every day (laughs) is it yeah when you drive drive downtown in Uh small cities here in texas when you see those construction workers out there Uh fema wow really yeah so the potholes that we got from the severe weather we had uh fema filling those potholes yes FEMA. That okay. is their fault. We have the potholes. They need to fill them. <laughs> FEMA. <laughs> Seriously, that's what the Emergency Management Administration does. Huh. That's interesting. I mean, when there's not a storm, what are they just sitting around? No, let's put them to work. Fill some potholes. Right. Right. Well, that's great. <laughs> that is great. I learned a little something today. Well, there you go. Yeah, You're so, welcome. So don't say it didn't happen because it did. Then he was talking about corruption, something he knows a little bit about as well, uh, with he and his son, Hunter. And he's talking about the country, one of the countries where it happened, Ukraine. And finally, we agreed that among the most important shared missions Mm -hmm. is renewing and strengthening Strengthening. the resilience of our democracies. We don't have a democracy, so. I pointed out we have to prove to the world and to our own people that democracy can still prevail. Twice. Against the challenges of our time mm-hmm. and deliver for the needs of our people. We have to root out corruption mm. that siphons off our strength. Oh, it does it. Guard against those who would stoke hatred and division for political gain is phony populism. Oh, yeah, Invest in people. strengthening the institutions that underpin and safeguard our cherished democratic values, as well one. as protecting the free press mm-hmm. and independent judiciaries. Mm. All of those are on the agenda. That's how we'll prove that democracy and that our alliance <laughs> can still prevail against the challenges of our time and deliver for the needs and the <clears throat> needs of our people. I know for a lot of people, it probably seems like nitpicking to, to worry about whether or not he says it's a democracy or a republic. But in this case, it's really not because there is an agenda attached to them babbling about democracy all the time. Yes. When we don't have a democracy. This is a republic. If we had a democracy, this country would have expired uh, a long time ago. And our founders knew that. Our founders didn't create a democracy because they know that democracies don't work. They don't last. 
There's never been one that's lasted more than 200 years. And it just doesn't work. That's why they created a republic. What's incredible is the people that scream and holler about <laughs> democracy. With a democracy, they wouldn't have the voice they have. I mean, it's just it's amazing to me that they complain about it. Right. Uh, the transgender movement certainly wouldn't be controlling our uh, our agenda right now. And they are. I mean, you've got 0.7% of the population controlling what the rest of us think, say, and do. You aren't kidding. That ain't democracy. <laughs> okay. That is are you sure? not democracy. Cause... Absolutely 100% positive. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if this was a democracy, nobody uh, would be hearing I, them. I know that. It's, <clears throat> just, it's amazing to me that they continue with this with this road. But again, it's because we're getting to the socialism part, right? Yes. I mean, we're closer to it every democracy day. Democracy is just their code word for yeah. socialism. And they'll, they'll couple it with democratic socialism, so it'll sound more palatable to the American people. In fact, that's why uh, Lenin created that phrase in the first place. During the Bolshevik Revolution, he he believed that the Russian people would be scared off if they started talking about communism and socialism. So he used democratic socialism because it sounded like, oh, well, then we're going to have a say in it, right? Fine. That's fine. Good. Nope. But that's the agenda. And that's why they keep hammering that word yeah. all the time. All right. Uh, let me take take a minute. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Wow, that was weird. Uh, all right. You know, you've worked hard to get where you are today, and you are you definitely understand the value of a dollar. If you're like me, you hate to spend more on something than you absolutely need to, especially when you're giving your money to the bank. So listen to this. If you can lower your interest rate on your mortgage or on any debt you have... You need to do it. Can't stress that enough. Call American Financing because they can change your life for the better. And right now is a really important time because interest rates are incredibly low. And everybody is sending the signal now that they're going to raise them. They're going to raise the interest rates maybe as high as 5%. Well, right now you can get a loan in the twos sometime. Maybe three. But it's a much better deal and you're going to have much lower payments. So you can save yourself Hundreds of dollars a month, maybe even over a thousand dollars a month. So take some time out of your day and give American Financing a call. Their mortgage consultants have been doing this for over 20 years and they're in this to help you, not the bank. So whether you're looking to refinance your mortgage at a lower rate or consolidate bills, whatever the case may be, American Financing is the way to go. Call American Financing at 800 906 2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net or 800-906-2440. 10 seconds, station ID. All right. So, uh, I guess there was some kind of... You know, we've been on the air uh, for the last couple of hours, uh, so I I wasn't able to hear what exactly happened because I was just doing my show, Pac-Ray Unleashed, by the way, which you can listen to every weekday morning immediately preceding this one or anytime you want on podcast. Okay. Make sure you're subscribed. Pretty incredible. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. I know. And the show too. And I understand there's 
other podcasts that might be available. I mean, everybody has a podcast people. according to you, but there every, is one every in legal, particular. Every living living person has. There was in, one in particular <laughs> called Chewing the Fat. Really? With Jeff Fisher. Yeah, you want to subscribe to that. Oh. Wherever you get your podcast, it's okay. well worth it. But you <laughs> but, were saying. But I was saying, yes, we were on the air, so I didn't, I didn't get the gist of it. But apparently there was some controversy as they were getting settled into the summit between uh, Biden and Putin. The Russians were manhandling our American press or whatever. So <laughs> things have started me. badly. Yeah, and I'm guessing they're going to go downhill from there. Yes, and they, they've already said that they weren't going to have a joint press conference after. Right? It was going to be uh, mm-hmm. each man was going to have their own separate press conference. And the excuse for that was really strange. Like they didn't want to give Putin a platform where he could just say anything he wants. Um, that's called the press conference by himself. I thought. Yeah. I, I mean, I was just I didn't understand their their thinking behind that, but. You know. Their thinking behind that is that Biden can't, he, he can't, he's not capable. Well, that's not what they said. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> but that's what they mean. Look, Biden can't handle this, so we're not going to do a joint press conference. He just can't. Can you imagine the two of them? And I'm not an admirer of Vladimir Putin. I don't like the guy. He is a killer. He's a dictator. He's a strong man, as they used to say in yeah. the days of Muammar Gaddafi. <laughs> Uh, Libyan strongman, yeah, Omar right. Gaddafi. <laughs> that was his title. <laughs> every time. <laughs> yeah. Every time. But uh, Putin is, he's vicious and he's a former KGB guy. And I just, I'm afraid he's going to tear Biden limb from limb. I mean, he's already there. He's already overseeing the hacking of United States uh, corporations <laughs> that are affecting our infrastructure. That we're just letting, ah, we'll just let it go. It's private companies. Don't worry about it. Ah, we don't need that oil in the U.S. anyway. Mm -hmm. Let them shut down that pipeline. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, I I know that he's going to say, no, I I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. But we know that it's coming from his country. And you're not doing that in Russia unless he okays it. I'm sorry. It's just not happening. No doubt about it. And right now, they've kind of ceded the Arctic uh, region as far as oil and gas is concerned. They just ceded that to the Russians. Yeah, go ahead. We're going to pull out. We're not going to do Anwar. We're not going to drill up there. Uh, Whatever. You guys take that. That's insane. I know. It's insane. (sighs) So we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Much more about vaccines and COVID and much more to delve into as well today get to as much as we possibly can coming up on the Glenn Beck program it's Pat and Jeffy for Glenn 888-727-BECK is the number to call this is the Glenn Beck program uh, Pat and Jeffy uh, filling in for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program Actually, I guess filling in for Glenn and Stu since he's gone as well. Uh, well it's a the shame next couple not of days. seeing him, huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well yes, it is. Yes, it is. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K is an to call. Anybody else have this COVID-like crud that's not COVID, at least according to the test, uh, but it just lasts forever? My daughter. Your daughter does? Yeah, my daughter does. Really? My daughter had some kind of plague that doesn't seem to <clears throat> want to go I away. Just, uh, it's... It's weird because it has all the markings of COVID yeah. that they talk about, all the symptoms. You know, the body aches, got that. The she only had fever, that for about a day, but the little cough and stuff cough, was never ending. chills, fever, 
uh, loss of smell and taste. Uh, Ooh, I do not want that. That sucks. I do not. I had want that for about three days, and the, but it it came back fortunately. But my voice keeps coming and going now. Uh, so that's I've, not that's not good. So I've got some uh, Rock Texas honey to coat my vocal cords, which they. Oh, I don't know if anybody else knows of a good. I thought you were supposed to remedy have, I thought, for losing I thought your you were voice. Supposed to mix that with the uh, with the vinegar with the apple yes, cider vinegar. And I tried that once, and that was enough. Because apple cider vinegar is nasty. good. Oh yeah, that's nasty. not the word you weren't thinking about. Good. No. I do not. I, if that was the one thing that would save me, I'm sorry. Gonna go ahead gonna, with, gonna go ahead and die. Yeah, I'm done. That stuff I'm not is doing nasty. that. And not only was it nasty, it lasted all day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it stays with you. <laughs> it does it's, stay oh, with it you. It comes back just when you think, oh, it's gone. Nope. There it is again. Right and back I on you. I am not a fan of the apple cider vinegar, man. Yeah, Ooh. it's it's not good. That is not good at all. So uh, Campus Reform uh, decided to uh, go to the University of Texas <laughs> Dallas location. Uh, right I didn't know the there corner. was a UTD. Yeah. Is there a U- and, uh, University of yeah, Texas right Dallas? There. Right there, right you there, go on the road and make a left. Oh yeah, that right place. There. Okay, and uh, they uh, decided to chat with students about uh, their belief in the American flag. Yeah. Oh, good, and what it symbolizes. And mm. I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to play the full video because it's four minutes long, and I don't think you can take it. So I'm only going to play the minute long version because I know that four minutes mm. of this is a struggle for the audience and you. Mm-hmm. But I did originally sit through four minutes, and it is tough. Tough I to believe take. that. Here's what the flag means to him. Would you be disturbed if you saw a lot of American flags in one place? Absolute love of the American flag, I think, is very obviously correlated to <laughs> like extremism like, in extremism. terms of like yeah, that's what it's over, uh, uh, nationalism. I, I've definitely seen the American flag <laughs> used as a racist symbol. You yeah, see people yeah, yeah. show up to like Trump rallies with their flags, waving it, <laughs> screaming in people's mm-hmm. faces. Well, then yes, oh, that, yeah. it makes it obvious Happens what all the it time. means I to see them. Every day. I, okay, every day. Yeah, I would very much see her point because again, Rawr. a lot of what this, uh, a lot of what this country is founded on and stands on mm-hmm. um, is a yes. lot of injustice. Again, a lot of genocide. Yeah. I see a lot yeah. of yeah. American flags then. on church grounds, which I find flags very. Um, huh. I don't know, just. Disturbing. I find very, um, like, not trustworthy because I don't like the idea of tying in politics with religion, which is what this country yeah. heavily does even yeah. still today. Even That's still today. not even funny. It's what this That's country does even still today. There's some other really good ones in the full clip because they don't know when Flag Day is, which is, uh, mm-hmm. this was done, like, I think the day before Flag Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week uh they didn't know you know they were questioned about juneteenth what that stood for they didn't know it was a symbol of oppression it was just agonizing they've been just, so they indoctrinated have been so brainwashed man yeah about this the generation flag. in public school there was of course they had they had one guy one guy in the video that was like you know well, no that's dumb of course it's the american flag we need to Mm-hmm. And the rest of it was all bad, all those. Mm. I'd, I'd like to know uh, what, how somebody has used it as a symbol of racism. Well, she, told you, she told you they showed up in, in, with Trump flags next to it and were yelling and screaming. So, I mean. <laughs> what did they yell and scream? I mean, that was, that's how racist they are. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think. Down with all minorities. I think. Well, down with people of color. Isn't that, that, what, what, isn't that what go Trump says? <clears throat> Pretty much, yes. Okay, that's what I thought. I mean, if I say, hey, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm pro-Trump, 
I mean, that means you're uh, a symbol of racism mm-hmm. and, and hatred. Yes, mm-hmm. and white supremacy, xenophobia. Yes, it means you don't want any immigrants here. Everybody's got to look exactly like you. Which well, you is know interesting. It. You know what it means then? I, I keep hearing these people say, uh, "There's no one who looks like me." Well, wait a minute. Aren't you stereotyping your whole race? Does everybody your color look like you? What is to that the, what you're saying? What we're long so gone. I thought that well, was I racist. We're, I guess we're past the individual. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, that's what, uh, you know, we're supposed to have. Uh, everybody's supposed to be an individual. Everybody's supposed to be body positive. Mm-hmm. And we're all just everything is just perfect the way you are. Mm-hmm. Guess that doesn't doesn't count. And the the body beautiful thing is is interesting right now because they're really hammering that on commercials lately. Have you noticed that the models? A lot of pretty, a lot of pretty body beautiful people. <laughs> I have a lot of that. different sizes that are beautiful, and they're really trying to make us understand that yes, they are. Okay, yes, they are. This four hundred pound, five hundred, seven hundred pound person is beautiful. Okay, and you will believe that, and you'll you'll believe it, or will knock your teeth out. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, you're you're right. Beautiful person. Okay. All right. I don't want my teeth knocked out. So <laughs> you convinced me. That is one beautiful body you've got there. And you will be diverse. Uh huh. You will be diverse. You will yes. think that this person is beautiful, and that's it. There's the different body sizes and the uh, interracial aspect of almost every commercial now on television features uh, a racially uh, diverse couple. Yeah. Like, one will be black, one's white, or one's Asian and, and one's Native American, or one's white and one's Hispanic. They can't, I guess, uh, like white people don't pair off anymore and black people don't pair off anymore. And we have, you have the uh, couples that are either lesbian mm-hmm. or gay. Yes, or, many. Uh, on all of that. I mean, that's a, that's a must. That's a must. If you're having any kind of get together, mm-hmm. uh, say you're having a little family barbecue, uh, you have to invite the entire family. And that means that you have to invite, you know, the lesbian aunt and her friend. Yeah. And how many the, lesbian aunts do you have? I've well, got 17. 17 lesbian uh, aunts. I only have one. Uh, really? Yeah, I only have one. Wow. You're not a very diverse family. It's a family. At all. I've got family. 17 lesbian aunts. Uh, I, four <laughs> are transgender. And. Uh, <laughs> I, Six others are See, are have, binary. Uh, oh, really? Are non-binary? Really? Yeah. I didn't hear you mention yeah. any uh, interracial gay couples. Well, I, <laughs> I didn't hear you mention any of those. I kind do of, have cousins who married each other. Oh, okay. Uh, and one of the cousins is Hispanic, and the other is uh, purple. Did that happen from some sort of accident? Nobody from knows. The plant, nobody or? knows. Yeah, I think we were using the metric system when that oh, okay. happened, so nobody knows what happened there. <laughs> just all of a sudden, he just showed all up of a purple? sudden showed up purple. It was weird. <laughs> it's not weird. It's perfectly natural oh, right. and beautiful. I'm sorry, it's perfectly <laughs> natural and beautiful, and it's even more so because that purple person it. married a Hispanic person. And and I you do believe, believe it, my friend. Yes, I do. All right, or we're gonna knock your teeth out. <laughs> you saw that? I mean, Procter and Gamble, right? We played the other day the Procter and Gamble ad with widen the screen program, yeah. right, where everybody has to be included. Right, and it's just—I mean, it's nonstop. Yeah, because they're showing you uh, black people, and you're supposed to be suspicious of them. Right. Because they're entering right. two black males who are young, you know, in their 20s probably, 
are entering a convenience store and you're supposed to be scared. And oh, con- no. And the convenience store worker or owner behind the counter looks up at it them. Yeah. Like he's going to keep an eye on them because he knows they're doing something nefarious. And then it turns out they're not. <laughs> no. But were not. you thinking they were? Correct. That's That proves your racism. Uh, it proves it. Yeah. It proves it. All white people are racist, uh, which we've been learning a lot. Lately. And don't tell me you're not. No, I'm not going to tell Don't you Don't tell me you're not, I, I because that, that just tells me that you are even more. <laughs> yes, the less racist you think you are, the more, more racist you, you really are. 100%. Yeah. Even so. more than 100%. This kind of ties into the uh, to uh, an officer with the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department suing the National Football League for libel because the league is pushing this social justice agenda. And while they're doing that, uh, they used an, a case of this police officer who shot uh, Drejan Reed, and they made it one of the examples of police brutality. Well, Drejan Reed fired first at the officer. Not only was he un- not unarmed, huh. he was armed and shot at the police officer before he was shot and mm. killed. So I guess what you were supposed to just lay your... Uh, your gun down as the officer and surrender. I mean, you are in today's world. Let him shoot right? you in the head. Well, how how is that supposed to? No, so you're supposed to shoot the gun out of the guy's hand and then casually arrest yes, him. Yes, that's right. That's right. In a, in the nicest way possible. Yes. While getting his permission to put the cuffs on. I forgot about that. Yeah, you got to get his permission. Uh, I haven't gone through the full training yet. I'm sorry. So there was a high speed traffic stop. Uh, then the guy pulled a gun on the officers and fired police fired back, killing the suspect. Well, the NFL used him and his photo and the remember his name or say his Ooh, name, say his name thing, yes. uh, as one of the examples of police brutality. Now that's the huge problem with this police brutality situation, because so many of these cases are, they're not police brutality. Now they're misinterpreted yes. by, by a large number of people. From the get-go, right? But if, they don't differentiate. No, in, they don't. In the BLM movement, they don't differentiate. They just say, say their name, and you're supposed to say their I name, mean, and, and started, that means they were wronged. And how long ago did it start? I mean, we had uh, President Obama saying uh, the police acted stupidly, and then he made up for it with this little beer summit, right? That's supposed to be okay then. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I know I called you guys stupid. Have a beer. <laughs> Yeah, that was our post-racial president yeah. who was going to make everything really nice for all Americans <laughs> and the world. He was going to heal the planet at one point, remember? And, yeah, well, uh, he couldn't quite get it done, so we got, we got Joe Biden, though, to bring us together and unify yeah. the country. And finish unity. the job yeah. that he started. Yeah, to unify. <laughs> don't you feel unity? Yeah, I do. Right now with I everybody? Do. I feel something, but I don't know that it's unity. <laughs> with you, it's probably... Probably gas. Triple eight seven two seven P E C K. More Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. You are listening to the Glenn Beck program. All right, uh, traffic and weather together. Every five minutes on the fours. <laughs> so I get you to where you're going safely. Yeah, this beautiful, beautiful morning. Actually, it's uh, it's not beautiful at all in Texas. It's miserably hot. And I know that's happening all through the West. Yeah. So, I mean, they've had record-breaking temperatures everywhere. It's just that it's Texas, and this happens all the time. Well, most of- Yet, for some reason, 
We can't handle it. Well, and they're talking about our grid being on the brink. Well, we can't handle it. We just need down. to make sure that your thermostats are set at at least 78, 78 or degrees. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so I, uh-huh. uh huh. I, my response to ERCOT and the governor was you first. <laughs> 78. Okay. I'm going to have it a sweltering 78 in my house. So I've turned my thermostat just completely, completely off. off. I've good, opened the good. windows up and hoped yeah. for a breeze. And it doesn't and happen. It, and no, it doesn't happen. No. And then I went around and I looked at all my appliances to see if any could be unplugged that I wasn't going to use. I unplugged my fridge. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did. Did you? I you did. No, it was supposed to be just too appliances much of, you're not going to use. Too much of a drain. I didn't care. I, I just mean, I unplugged it. I haven't washed clothes in a week. I haven't <laughs> run the dryer. I don't want to turn the oven on. No television. I've unplugged the toaster. I've got everything yeah. unplugged. Good. Good for and you. So I'm trying to help. You're a patriot. But I mean, this is what this is the problem that was supposed to happen. Right. Only we got a precursor of it during the winter. The when we got that unusual cold yes. snap. Yeah. And it proved how fragile our power infrastructure is. When did that happen in Texas? They've made deals with the solar and the wind power oh people. Yes. And the you know, the Texas Public Policy Foundation down in Austin been all over this uh, through this new latest legislature too, is because they made deals and so when they mm. say, you know, wind power is gonna create thirty percent of the power, we'll say from the but mm-hmm. it never does. Of course. Right? It's a made up number. Yes. So it only produces such a low amount that they have to make up for it. You know, so like the uh And they shouldn't have made these deals. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the nuke plant that everybody is so worried about that's going to be so terrible. Well, has that's worked because they all melt down. Fantastic. Oh, that's worked. Or it's- they work fantastic. One of <laughs> they either all melted down or they've worked fantastic. Either, either one or the other. One uh, or the again, other. Again, you know what the uh, and, and this all started in 1979 when uh, Three Mile Island happened. Yes. It scared the crap out of people. And then China syndrome. Came yes. Out, and that finished us off. But you know how you know how desperately catastrophic Three Mile Island was. Well, I mean, you, released, can't even, you can't even drive in that area anymore. It you? released the no, you can't not for ten thousand years. Okay, Jeff. that's what I thought. <laughs> you you can't drive at Three Mile Island for another ten thousand years <laughs> because here's the thing: it released all the radiation of one X-ray. I mean, yeah. But I'm talking. Can like, we even say that on the air? Uh, I mean, I, that's pretty I just horrible. Did. That's yeah, pretty but horrific. I just did. Okay. One chest X-ray was the equivalent. <laughs> so that's embarrassing. That's why nobody survived. Everybody died. <laughs> Entire East Coast. Or they did. The, or or not. I yeah. can't remember. One of those two things happened. <laughs> All right. Oh uh, more Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Triple Eight. 727 This is the Glenn Beck program. Sometimes something comes along that completely changes everything for the better. And when it comes to eating healthy, that thing is Built Bar. These are delicious. The first time I, I bit into one, I knew I found uh, a guilt-free way to snack during the course of the day. Wait, I'm eating better by eating this You're bar? eating better. I yes. am a fan. They're really high in fiber and protein. They're really low in calories and carbs. And so even if you're doing the keto diet, uh, they're great. I haven't looked into the keto diet because I'm not going to do it. 
so I'm not really sure oh, it's, it's easy, what yeah. the keto diet it's is. Easy. Is that the meat thing, it's like yeah, like I'll Atkins walk, or whatever? I'll walk through it later. Yeah, don't when bother because I'm not doing any dieting. I'm just gonna. My goal right now is to get to 450 pounds. Welcome. And so I'm really close. Welcome. <laughs> Built Bar. BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Save 15%. What you are about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. Oh, do we have a lot to talk to you about today? Jeez. I mean, it's every day, but today's especially big. Some Trump vindication. I don't know if you've heard of You read about this? You see this in paper today? Jeffy, did you see this? You read about this? How funny, Jay. That's so far from Jay Leno. Nobody even knows who he is anymore. I know. All right, so we're going to get to the Trump story. It's really good. Uh, And there's a lot more, too. I just forgot what it was. Uh, Coming up, 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. You know what? You've done done your time with all of those. uh, And that's the wrong one. This one. This is one. American financing. Yes, American financing. One of the things you should value most in life is peace of mind. And frankly, I do. I love it when I have peace of mind. It's just hard to get to sometimes. Um, But when you do get it, it's a really good feeling. And for over two decades, American financing has been helping people just like you find financial peace of mind. Helping you do whatever it is you need to do, like lowering your interest rate or paying off debt, financing a new home. Guiding you through a straightforward mortgage experience without any pressure. I love that. And there are no upfront uh, or hidden fees. American financing works for you, not for the bank. So you can be certain you're getting the best deal and the best service possible. So when you choose a company to do business with, it seems like uh, these are the things you should be looking for, right? Saving money is a really good idea in the best of times, and these are not the best of times. With American financing, you could be looking at saving hundreds of dollars a month, maybe as much as a thousand, and that's worth a phone call, right? Just a phone call to American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. That guy's good. Huh? That guy's good. Oh. Yeah. Good. Good wasn't exactly the word I was groping for. Uh, All right. Donald Trump, you remember how he was berated and blasted over and over and over during the campaign last year about the fact that he cleared out these peaceful protesters on the street with tear gas? Yeah. I mean, first of all, if that's what happened, so what? Was was it really (laughs) that big a deal? Oh, he cleared out the park so he could walk so over there for and get a his photo op. Yep. To hold a Bible up in front of the church. Well, it's not true. 
What? I mean, he said it wasn't true over and over. Yes, he did. And now it turns out it wasn't true. You know who cleared out the area with tear gas? The Democrat mayor of Washington, D.C. Huh. And who. she was quick to come forward when they were blaming Donald Trump and say, no, 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 no. no. You no. know what? I mean, I don't we like the guy that. either, but I did that. Yeah, we I did, did that. that. No. 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 Not, not a chance that happened. I mean, he even had military people that walked with him that day complain about it. And that and they, unbelievable. agonizing. It's seriously unbelievable. It sure is. She, she let him take the blame. And it was lies like that that he cleared out the protesters with the tear gas. And yep. what he called the soldiers in France when he was talk, supposedly talking about how they were suckers or whatever. Right. Not true. Not true. And everybody who with him, everybody who was with him at that time said, that's not true. That didn't happen. And they just kept saying it. They kept saying it. The bounty. The Russian bounty that they had bounty on American soldiers, which he said that didn't happen. That was fake news. Well, it turns out that was fake news. (laughs) And now all of these things have come out and he's been vindicated on all of those. Oh, it's just I. I know. (sighs) It's really frustrating. It makes you crazy. It's really frustrating. I don't know that it would. I mean, there was a buildup of four years of just complete trump bashing mm-hmm. so from the you know whatever you want to call them mainstream media or the you know the network news people but they you know i don't know that that would have uh you know made it possible it for might him have, to though. overcome the election it but. might have if those falsehoods hadn't been proclaimed from every rooftop for six months or a year he might have won. Yeah, I mean, the, he might have won. The, the middle class mom that was just sick of, uh, you know, orange face and mean tweets might have not gone over to the other side if it wasn't for those lies as well. No question. Yeah, no it's, question. It's a real shame. We're never never going to know now, but uh, well, unless Cindy Powell releases the Kraken, uh, then we might know. <laughs> But, I mean, you, you keep denying the fact that the Kraken is going to be released. Well, you know, I, I started believing a little bit less in the Kraken when she said that she kind of made it up and nobody should have believed her. Yeah, that's but that's what not I the thought. point. I'm ah, just saying that she Maybe the release. Kraken wasn't so Kraken-y. I don't know. <laughs> Seemed less Kraken-esque. Really? After than, she said that? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Than before. I mean, maybe she fed it. It grew up. <laughs> I don't know. And now it's Kraken-like again. You're right. Yeah. Because Kraken... They can swallow a whole ship in one one bite, right? Full-grown. Yeah. A full-grown Kraken. Oh, right. yeah. Right. And it sounded like that's what she had. I know. was a full-grown Kraken. But. You just don't know. We you just keep denying know. it. I know. I know. Interesting uh, report from OANN, One American News Network, uh, that Justin Trudeau from Canada, who's part of the G7, and when did, by the way, when did Canada start being considered one of the great seven? When did that happen? Because. <laughs> You're please. saying that they're not? Part of, I mean, come on now. I mean, they, they're, they're part of the O7, the we, OK7. Yes. Maybe. Maybe, but not the great no. seven. No, he I, he got. I don't know when he got moved up to the the adult table. Yeah. From the kids table. Right. But it happened. It, it apparently All of a sudden happened. It happened. And One American Network is claiming that he was overheard telling one of his buddies at the G7 that Kamala Harris will be president by the end of 2022. So I by mean, the end of next year. And I, 
I would not be surprised because you have to know that these world leaders noticed the decline right. of Joe Biden and they're all talking about it. Right. I'll bet that happened. Now they don't I don't think they have any audio to back that up. I, I haven't seen it if they do. Um but I believe it wholeheartedly. I believe I mean, he said that. That footage of Jill dragging him off underneath that uh it's embarrassing canopy yeah it's embarrassing that was embarrassing when he wanted to talk to the press and she's like come on now come on and he's wearing his tennis and off he goes mm-hmm. um that's a little frightening it wouldn't surprise me that the other leaders are like whoa and if that had been donald trump wearing running shoes or tennis shoes oh, whatever he had on there can you imagine gosh. the deal that would be made out of that Look at how inappropriately dressed this supposed billionaire is. That's ridiculous. He doesn't show you that he can't take it seriously. This guy's a joker. He can't take it seriously. He's wearing tennis shoes with a suit. That's what we would have heard. I know. I know. But not a peep out of the media because Biden was wearing those. No, not even close. Incredible. And other countries are are seeing it, right? I mean, we, we get this from... Uh, from France mm-hmm. and Canada with, you know, G7. And, but, uh, you know, well, there's that news report. I don't know. Do we have the, the one uh, news segment from Australia, the Sky News Network from Australia that uh, is talking about uh, the difference between the coverage of Trump and Biden? And if we don't have it, that's fine. I can talk about it. But they, I mean, they're even noticing the difference and how frightening it is that our press has spent years beating up Trump and, uh, you know, what they're neglecting with, with Joe Biden. Yeah, here it is. I want to go to the U.S. now because the media has been gushing as their beloved Joe Biden prepares for his trip to the United Kingdom to attend the G7 summit. Listen to how CNN is reporting this momentous event. Joe Biden is stepping onto the world stage for the first time as president and equal to foreign leaders. Now, let's go back in time to 2018 and see if those same newsrooms offered the presidency of Donald Trump such light and positive coverage. Attic and deepening G7 divide. Better put, perhaps, as G6 versus one. Wow. <laughs> Sophie, uh, they're essentially they're, they're, they're calling it the G6 when Trump's there. But Joe Biden's there and it's and it's momentous and it's positive and it's glowing. And, and it's it, they're trying to give the illusion that he doesn't have any disputes with any of these international uh, leaders. <laughs> what mm. do you think of that? I just think Joe and Biden they, and they is continue uh, on. I mean, we can hear the whole thing, no problem. But they the just, just, just side, double standard is incredible. I wanted to hear what she had okay, to say. Okay, go ahead. But it's too She's late now. Now you talked over her. Okay, well, play it back then. That's fine. <laughs> I don't care. Well, did she, she just... agree with it? Did you see the yeah, Of course the she clip? did. She did agree? That, okay. the, of course they all agreed. All right, good, good. They all play agreed. It back. No, no, play her, no, I don't want to now. I, I do. All right, go what ahead. What they did to Trump. So, uh, you know, his popularity surely can only win from this because he's getting so much positive PR through the yeah. journalists who are massive fans of him. It's really quite appalling to watch and what happened to straight news reporting Thank you. which doesn't seem to be existent there Nick it's not really journalism is it it's it's, no, it's, it's not really they're stenographers in a way aren't yeah. they they're, they're yeah. documenting history but they're not being critical but mm. with Trump 
ultra critical, inflammatory in some in some always, ways. Always, always. Trump could do no right. I mean, give Biden, <laughs> give Biden his due. He did get to the top of the Air Force One steps without tripping there. over his shoelace. Good on him. But look, I mean, me too. The, the reality is, you know, if you talk to Greg Sheridan on the Australian or anybody who knows about foreign affairs, there are considerable question marks over Biden's foreign affairs policy. It's not proven yet. All right, uh, whereas, got it now. What language are they speaking? <laughs> this is why I didn't want to hear. Barely audible. I knew you. Barely understandable. Should have had subtitles there. <laughs> but it's embarrassing that the rest of the world sees what's going on here. And uh, they realize that we're going to hell right now in a handbasket. Quickly. Quickly. And they show you the examples that, uh, I mean, absolutely prove positive the point they're making. I mean, we play the one video on your show, uh, Pat Unleashed, which you can uh, hear. You know, seems like right before this show, yeah, right? It comes Every week, daily, yeah, uh-huh. get or you know, anytime on a podcast. podcast. Uh, there's a video where he picks the dandelion yes. as he's walking yes. to. Uh, they actually used the first one. part of that. Yeah, yeah, they did. That's what made, reminded me of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh my gosh, you know, ooh, mm-hmm. here we go. I'm going to give my baby girl a dandelion as he gives it to Jill and. The greatest part of that video is that she, first, as he's picking it, is like, what are you doing? Yeah. Let's go. Don't act like a four-year-old. Don't embarrass me like this. He, he does. gives it to her. And not only does he give her a dandelion, it's one that had gone to seed. It wasn't <laughs> even the one they're... with the yellow bloom that's on it. That's when they're the prettiest, is when they've gone to seed <laughs> no. like that. Yeah, that's, no, that's when really they're not. the prettiest. It's really and, not. And she, as she, and she carries it after he gives it to her. Yeah. And as she's walking up the stairs, you can see like two steps and it's just, it's just, she just drops it. <laughs> she, literally she, just, she literally just... It, just, it meant that much to her. Yeah, it, did, it meant that it, much. It made it up two stairs on the, on the hel- going into the helicopter and it just... She just drops it. And he was walking through that field, having a tough time, actually. It looked, it looked like his walk was so labored. And then he, he stoops over. Oh, I see a dandelion. I'm going to give my girl. Oh, I got it out. Look how pretty this dandelion is. Chill. Cherish it forever. And she almost did. She, <laughs> she almost cherished, cherished it forever. Almost forever. Uh, it, for about it. the next three steps, she cherished that weed she like did. nobody's business. <laughs> no one has ever cherished a weed more. No, than, than Jill Biden yeah, at did that time. at that particular but moment. The, I, <laughs> But it's it's just I, we, I keep saying it, but it really is <clears throat> embarrassing. And I, you know, I, we I watch, we watch these videos, and mm-hmm. we we watch our president. And I mean, I I laugh, and then I'm embarrassed, and then I'm just sad. Mm-hmm. I, I go through because then you realize, no, this guy is really in charge. He's of the greatest country that's ever existed on this earth, and he's almost completely gone. And there are times when he is gone. We, He's literally out. We have examples of that. Many. I mean, he just Many. goes away. Yep. And comes back and, okay. I mean, isn't that the, and I don't know. I've, I've, I've never had uh, Alzheimer's, but isn't that what's so frightening about the disease is that you just go away? You just don't know. Yeah, right. And who knows when that's going to happen for good or much more frequently than it happens now. I think it happens pretty frequently now. It's really noticeable. And soon, it's going to be unworkable. And then what are you going to do? Then you got Kamala. <sighs> how, how happy are you now? Yeah. It's how like happy you said, are you now? It's just depressing. It really is depressing. <laughs> 
888-727-BECK. Hey, you know the uh, lovely and talented Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago? Isn't she delightful? I love her. She is absolutely delightful. And uh, in, in late January... Uh, Lori sent her then scheduler an email complaining that she doesn't get enough of what she called office time. That's typically a less structured part of the day when the mayor can think, you know, write or make long-term plans, (laughs) sit there and daydream, contemplate your navel, whatever she wants to do. Yeah. Uh, While it's common for politicians to give staff members specific direction, it's the way Lightfoot delivered her feedback. That's raising eyebrows. She treats people like, garbage no you'd never yeah. guess that i know she seems again she seems delightful she really does uh but she doesn't really lightfoot repeated several sentences one of them 16 times to highlight her dis- displeasure over her calendar uh i need office time every day exclamation point uh not once a week or some days every day she wrote 10 times Breaks or transition times between meetings are not office time, she wrote seven times. (laughs) Dude, take it easy. I know. I know. If this doesn't change immediately, I will just start unilaterally canceling things every day. She wrote that five times. (laughs) And then she wrote, have I made myself clear? Finally, 13 times. Wow. Like I said, delightful. delightful. The note drew a little bit of criticism from political types uh, She, who saw it, uh, surprisingly, as bullying a staffer. It also drew comparisons oh. to a chilling scene in the movie The Shining when Shelley Duvall's character finds that her mentally deteriorating husband's character, played by Jack Nicholson, has typed, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was an email. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it was. So... It was. So did she take an axe to the staffer's right. door and say, here's Johnny? No. I don't think so. Here's Lori. But that could be <laughs> just down the road, uh, boys. I mean, this person, uh, her excuse now is, because she's getting f- some flack for this in Chicago, and of course she wants to be reelected. Uh, so her excuse is, it was just done out of frustration. It was just... Um, yeah. My oh, staff, I was frustrated. Oh, okay. Well, that makes it okay then, right? Yes. If you were frustrated, because nobody, nobody else on this planet gets frustrated. Not like that. Not like that. No. I mean, she's, right. Look, she, she made it clear <clears throat> mm-hmm. during the, uh, the heart of the pandemic that she uh, needed to be taken care of uh, at the, at the, get her hair done. Exactly. And she cared, she yeah. cared about uh, hygiene. Her hygiene more than you more than you and me you low life people that was her actual yeah. excuse her excuse this time is well i got frustrated her excuse back then was well i care about my hygiene yeah <laughs> nobody else does nope. nobody else wants Not to go to like the you. the salon nobody does okay yeah cuz you we the little people correct uh, we can't get frustrated and we don't care about our hygiene correct cuz we're little people and, and really really kind of strange that she needed to send an email like that when you you know normally don't you deal with your staff one-on-one like that um you know to make the point of saying you know i need this time 
Yeah. It's important to me. Have a meeting. When we have when we have breaks between meetings, that doesn't count. I can't I can't do what I want to do in my office time. That you would make that specific request then, mm-hmm. not send an email with your rantings. Right. Really strange. Very strange. Uh and you know, you would think Chicago has I don't know, one or two other little problems that she might want to focus on other than her office time. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Like a hundred people being shot every weekend. That seems like a, you know, a little bit larger issue. I don't know. I could deal with that. You know, I could deal with that between meetings, but I need office time. (laughs) I need some office time where I can do that. I can think. Watch her be reelected anyway. Watch. That's a frightening thought, but she, she very well might be. Yeah. She very well might be. I, I mean, it just seems to happen in Chicago. And I'm sure it won't have anything to do with dead people voting. I'm, I'm sure that no, won't have anything to do with that. Stop it. Oh, the corruption thing, you know, in Chicago. Okay, yeah, okay. The Kraken's going to be released in <laughs> Chicago. Okay. <laughs> All right. 888-727-BECK. It's Pat Gray, Jeff Fisher for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck mm. Program. Okay, so you've done your time with all those other grills. You know, the little R2-D2 lookalike that rusted out the first time it got a little rainy. The propane grill that still carried the imprint on the surface of the first piece of meat you ever burned on it. Right. I mean, sure, that's cute. Uh, (laughs) But hopefully you've graduated to a higher level now. It's time to get a rec tech. You've heard Glenn talking about rec tech for a while, and you know he's right. That smart grill technology combined with a sleek, sturdy, solid stainless steel body, it's going to take your grilling, smoking, and even baking game to the next level. Plus, I really love the fact that it has this technology where you can check on it inside your house, you know, for days when it's 100 and 100% humid, uh, or it's raining or snowing outside, and you're grilling. Uh, and you can check it from inside. Plus, the flavor is going to be amazing. You're absolutely going to love it. Follow Rec Tech on all social media and sign up for their newsletter. It's Rec Tech with a Q at the end. Don't forget. Visit Rec Tech with a Q. RecTech.com. Hey, check out Pat Gray Unleashed every day, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern or anywhere yeah. you get your podcast. He's you good. can use the promo code Glenn. Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, we have the first audio clip. Oh, great! From the Biden Putin summit. Is it the Biden Geneva Yeah, Biden Putin. I would say the American president goes. Okay. First. Yeah. Uh, but here's the first clip from that. Okay. Uh, a momentous event. <sighs> Look. Um, if, uh, so, wow. Yeah. It's historic. Wow. It's a historic moment. As you can tell how he's putting Putin in his, in his place. I'll tell you that. Set him right in his place. No question about it. He just took the, he just took the bull by the horns right there. Yeah. Well, you have to, yeah. you have to, <laughs> you when do. you're sitting down, with when you're Putin. sitting down with a killer, yes, that's what you do is you lay down the law <laughs> and you establish the rules right from the get go. Did we record that? Or we have that again or? Uh, I don't know. Can we uh, go ahead and play that again? Uh, look, 
That's impressive. I mean, you know, when you hear it the second time, That's it's even impressive. Yeah, it's even more powerful. I, I wouldn't want to be Vladimir Putin. I'll tell you that. <laughs> nope. No, no one way. would. No, no one would. No, no, no. Uh, this is kind of interesting. There's a little bit of controversy. Biden apparently nodded when a reporter asked Putin if he could be trusted. Okay. Okay. But the White House quickly sent out a tweet insisting that the president was, quote, very clearly oh, not no. responding to any one question, but nodding in acknowledgement to the press generally. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Then Putin ignored shouted questions from reporters, including if he feared jailed Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. Yeah. Uh, you bet he Feared him? Uh, he doesn't have to fear him anymore. He's in prison. I'm surprised he's still alive. I am, too. I thought for sure he yeah. would be dead by now. I did, too. Uh, he got really sick uh, af- you know, after that whole poisoning incident, that little poisoning incident that almost killed him, mm-hmm. that uh, he actually you know, uh, traced it back. To Putin's guy, yeah, uh, and then when he came back and got thrown into prison, I thought for sure he would be in, in dead by now. But he got really sick and then did his hunger strike to bring in the doctors, and it worked. He got doctors to come in. I didn't. I don't think he got his doctors. He got you know the prison Putin doctors, but he did get some medical attention, which he needed because mm-hmm. uh, he's still struggling from the poison on top of uh, you know obviously not eating. Yeah, but uh, I thought for sure that he would be. Uh, oh man, look at COVID. Yeah, COVID got him. Sorry, <laughs> darn the luck. Have a nice day. And it'd be the perfect excuse. Yep. So it's it's amazing he's still alive. It sure is. Actually, it's amazing. Apparently, the two leaders did shake hands. Biden extended his hand first and smiled at the stoic Russian leader. Was uh, that before or after the audio clip that we played? It was just before. Oh, okay, it was just before the audio audio clip. Uh. So they're they're meeting for four to five hours on a wide range of topics. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah, I bet. Joe, you need you need a nap time a little bit in there, a little bit. Uh, of course, I. If what if look, <laughs> I've said too much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get me in trouble, Vlad. I. I love how every time he gets into that mind loop that he falls oh, into, yeah. it's look, oh, it, it's it's either etc. or I've uh, I've said too much. <laughs> so far, you've yeah. said nothing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. You guys are gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> and he says that. Oh yeah, all the time. That's his. That's one of his fallbacks. Yeah, he time. loves that big time. And I'm sure that they have these little things where, sure. okay, if you find yourself getting into trouble or confused or you don't understand, Mr. President, just use one of these. You know they have that. Yeah. And he uses them all the time. This so. whole G7 trip has been uh, a little well, a little disheartening if you're a Joe Biden fan, I would think. I don't know that you see it if you're a Joe Biden fan. Yeah, because CNN doesn't play it. So if you're in your own little world where you've got only liberal friends and you only watch liberal networks, you're not going to know any of this because they don't show it. I mean, we saw uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who I believe is running for president of the United States. Oh, I don't think there's any question. Uh, He was on uh, with Maria Bartiromo on Sunday after Biden had spoke at the G7 conference. Mm -hmm. And the way he sounded in this clip 
he's running for president. He's talking about middle America. He's running for president. I hope we have the. Let me bring in yeah. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis now, get some reaction to what we just heard. Governor, thanks very much for being here and standing by throughout our live coverage of the G7 closeout meeting. Your reaction to what you heard from the president. Well, Maria, I think it's quite a contrast from uh, his predecessor. I think that President Biden is someone that's uh, much more passive on the world stage, uh, not nearly as assertive as somebody like Donald Trump was. Um, I think his, his energy level is obviously much lower. And so I think that's just something that people are sizing up. I think that our adversaries are watching that. Um, I didn't hear very much in the way of holding China accountable for their role in covering up the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic. I think that's absolutely essential uh, that China be held accountable for their role um, in that, as well as any bureaucrats in the United States who may have been covering up. But, you know, they were talking economically a lot about other countries. He was talking about uh, reducing energy production worldwide. And I couldn't help but think, you know, here in the United States, you know, he's leaving a lot of people behind. Look at all the workers he left behind by canceling the Keystone XL pipeline. Those were thousands yeah. and thousands of very good jobs. Uh, and then also think about family budgets with the sharp increase in gas prices and then the overall budding mm-hmm. inflation that we're seeing that's being fueled by his big spending policy. So um, I think that his performance probably played well uh, with European elites. Uh, not sure that uh, there was much in it for middle America. Oh, he's absolutely running for president. 100%. And I want him to. As as far as I could tell, right now, he'd certainly have my vote. He's the man. Certainly have my vote. Yes. I I don't know who else there is. Other than Ron DeSantis, who's the next logical person to take over the Republican Party leadership? Is it Marco Rubio? No. No. Anybody that ran. I think he's lost momentum completely. Those, 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 Anybody who ran against Trump. Done. Is gone. Done. Be ha- Marco, we got your Senate seat. Same with Ted Be Cruz. happy there. Yep. Be happy with your Senate seat, but you're not running for president anymore. Right. I mean, Trump ruined he those He destroyed guys. them. Yeah. He scorched earth, those guys. <laughs> he destroyed yes. them for all time. Yes. Lion, as, Ted, little Marco. I as know far as running for president. To, yeah, for president. For yeah. president. Yeah, all mm-hmm. that's done. I think for those guys. And I, I, I don't know that that's a good thing. That's just the way it is it, in my eyes. It is, but they're kind of done in my mind, too. Right. You know, even though I, during the campaign, obviously, I wasn't the hugest. I wasn't the biggest Trump fan. Really? Perhaps during the campaign. It's possible. Weird. I don't recall that. <laughs> Things changed when I saw him govern. Um, but the only person I could really kind of think of is an anti-Trump guy, and that would be uh, uh, Ben Sass. And I think I'm the only person left alive who likes Ben Sass. I think you are. I think I'm the only one. I think you are. Yeah, nobody else on this planet uh, would vote for him. <laughs> It'd be like 143 million to, to one. one. <laughs> so. I mean, you have you have maybe Christy Nome, right? Oh, Christy Nome, yeah. yeah. And you have- How misogynist and sexist of us not to have mentioned her. That's why I uh, Immediately. Did. Thank you uh, for doing Gre- it. You have uh, Greg Abbott. Maybe Greg Abbott. Really? I, I'm just I'm throwing names out there. I don't know. I I mean I, I mm, other than DeSantis, no. I mean I'm voting yeah. for DeSantis over those two. I don't know Greg Abbott. I don't know how he's viewed nationally, if at all. I don't I don't know people know him very well. You know, right? Not like DeSantis. Um, another female, right? You got Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley, right? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe she's kind of lost the luster mm-hmm. a little bit. Well, I think with some. 
is so is Christy Nome because of yeah. the uh, the trans the, the athlete thing that she did in South Dakota, which to, to me wasn't that big a deal. She just wanted it tweaked a little bit. She wasn't saying, "Yes, I, I want the trans <laughs> athletes to compete against the girls." She wasn't saying that. <laughs> it sure was portrayed that way. But that's that how people way. acted. You are right. that's right. She just wanted the bill not to be as extreme as it was. I, I, do you work for her now? <laughs> no, but I like her. On? I like her. Maybe I'm the last Republican to like Christy Nome too. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, sure, know. the gnome sass ticket. That'll be huge. <laughs> gnome sass or sass, <laughs> sass gnome. gnome. One of the two. Oh, my God. No, it's got to be gnome sass. But it's going to be Ron DeSantis. Yeah. Or Donald Trump. I don't think Trump runs. I don't think he runs again. I, he, I have my doubts, I've too. Lis- but I've listened to him speak, and uh, I don't. I get the impression that it's not, it's not going to be him. You know what they're actually talking about? I, I don't think he'd do this, but they're talking about him running for congress yeah. in 2022 winning the seat and then go after the speaker yeah. if we get back if the republicans get back not gonna, i mean the it's, majority it's, that's a fun thing to talk it's a fun thing to talk about it's just about, not gonna happen no way and i don't think he'd want to be a u.s congressperson no. after being president of the united no. states and uh you know imagine you know i doubt that he would lose if he ran but if mm-hmm. he ran under that premise mm-hmm. and then didn't even get the ball rolling by losing Oof. That's a huge slap. Yeah, but there's no way he's he not going to chance that. There's no way he loses. I, I don't think you know. Probably not. He doesn't. Well, you're right. He doesn't want to be a congressman. But after a few years of having less of the onslaught yes. against him every single day, all day, uh, he might start to think, okay, yeah, I, I'm not sure I want that again. That's that's my worry. That in the next three years, he's going to say, yeah, it's not worth it. So then he'd just leave it to DeSantis and right. just throw his weight behind him you know who i'd like to see is maybe a desantis uh mark robinson ticket from north carolina oh the the lieutenant governor yes. that guy's awesome so a desantis robinson ticket yeah i would that would be a that would be I'd awesome for that yeah uh, i don't i don't know did glenn play the the um mark robinson mark robinson clip oh that's so good oh, he we'll have to see if we can dig that up maybe play it tomorrow because he's fantastic right. if you haven't seen it he spoke at some i don't know it was a republican was get together right? north carolina mm-hmm. state republican gathering yeah and he nailed yes, what has to happen here about people standing up and don't don't worry about what they're calling you and it was just really powerful really really powerful uh triple eight seven two seven b-e-c-k it's pat gray and jeffy for glenn on the glenn beck program Pat and Jeffy for Glenn, 888-727-BECK. Taking a few days off, as is uh, Stu, as a matter of fact. Uh, let's go to Jay in Florida. Hey, Jay, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Morning. Doing well. Hey, listen, I was uh, listening to the names you were throwing around for the uh, 2024 presidential race, and I, I like everything you said. I think Tim Scott might be a name to throw in there. Yeah, he would. Oh, yeah, it'd be a good, be a good I, I like Tim Scott a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good suggestion. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jay. Uh, I I don't know how well-known he is right now. He's got a great story, though. But he's fantastic yeah. and a great story. Yes. And he's a good speaker, and uh, he's a good conservative. Yeah, I know. He's not as fiery as Mark Robinson, though. No, and if you missed it, uh, here's a little bit. Here's a taste of Mark Robinson, who is the lieutenant governor of North Carolina. The greatest example of that I saw and witnessed it firsthand on television. It was during 9-11. People running away from those burning buildings, running away in horror, 
we saw policemen and firemen run into those buildings, basically run into their deaths to go help others Amen. because they saw trouble and they knew that they were needed. That's got to be us in this day right here. We've got to run to right. the trouble, folks. And what is the trouble? The trouble is the Biden administration that is seeking to turn this country into a socialist hellhole. Yes, sir. The trouble yes, is yes, Antifa that wants to roam yep. the streets and beat you into submission. Mm. The trouble is Black Lives Matter. Nice. It claims to care about the lives of black people, but it's turned a blind eye. Why violence in black communities are taking lives at a genocidal rate. They've wow. turned a blind eye. That's where the trouble is, and that's what we've got to run to. And we've got all the right in the world on our side. And there ain't no reason to be afraid. And there ain't no reason to not take the challenge mm -hmm. dead on. Mm -hmm. Because I'm going to tell you who we come from, folks. Oh, do we we come don't from? come from some weak, jellyback, spineless people. <laughs> that's not who we come from. Right. None of us. And it doesn't matter what color you are, what nation your folks hail from, how much money you got. We all share the same name. We are Americans. And at Bunker Hill, there was Americans. Mm -hmm. And at Fredericksburg and Gettysburg, there was Americans. And at Iwo Jima, raising that flag on Sarabachi, it was Americans. And at Porkchop Hill, there was Americans. Quezon, there was Americans. Did I say DeSantis and Robinson? Level, I meant Robinson DeSantis. who ran towards those burning buildings. That Brilliant. is who you share your heritage with. Love this guy. You do not share your heritage with a weak and ineffective people who cower at the sign of trouble. You share your heritage with a strong and brave people who yes, are sir. determined to hold on to their freedom and for the freedom of future generations. Guys, it's time for us to stand up and be that generation. Yep. It's time for us to stand strong and proud and remember who we are. All right, there you go. Are. That's that's a taste yes. of Mark Robinson. Uh, you tell me Kamala Harris could go up against that guy. No way. No way. In fact, he I, would, I would destroy love destroy her in a debate. To see. Awesome. Really, really good. This is the Glenn Beck program. Right now, if you're entering the real estate market. Either a buyer or a seller. It can feel like you're rolling the, rolling the dice and hoping against hope to hit a seven. And let's be honest, in a way, you kind of are. There's no guarantee that the housing market is going to stay stable. In fact, it really looks like housing values uh, are headed for a plunge in the not-too-distant future. Maybe six months to a year. That thought alone is enough to make your skin crawl. But listen, there is hope. A few years ago, Glenn started a group called Real Estate Agents I Trust. It was designed as a free service for you where we connect you with the nation's top real estate agents. These are the best of the best, and they know not only how to get the ball moving, but how to keep it moving as well. So uh, don't let all of this nonsense get you down on what's going on right now. Get a hold of them today. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Back to the radio show in about 10 seconds.
Oh, there's a lot going on today. Uh, in just a few minutes, Joe Biden's going to make his uh, little press conference happen without Vladimir Putin because he couldn't handle the joint. I know. He couldn't handle the joint oh, press conference. Wanna, you don't want to give Vladimir the He platform. didn't want none of that. He no didn't way. want it. Uh, because no, he's not mentally capable of handling it. No, they don't want to give Oh, I'm the sorry. Platform. That's that's what it was. They didn't want to give the platform <laughs> to Putin. Okay, so they decided to give it all to himself. <laughs> right. Weird. It's really just weird. weird. Uh, so there's that. Also, a pastor in Canada has been arrested. Why? <laughs> well, because he had a worship service outside with people at it. So they obviously had no choice but to throw him in prison. You have to. Right? You have to. Yeah. Uh, that and lots more coming up in one minute. Glenn Beck program. So if you haven't joined AMAC yet, there are three reasons why you should have it over to amac.us slash back and join right now. First and foremost is AMAC's advocacy for conservatives. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, has participated in over a thousand personal meetings with congressional leaders, ensuring that your voice is heard on issues like freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and religious freedom. AMAC is pushing back against the ultra-liberal legislation that the left is trying to ram through Congress right now. Uh, AMAC makes it easy for members to get involved. In fact, over a quarter of a million AMAC members have directly participated in AMAC's outreach campaigns to Congress. And believe me, Congress is hearing AMAC's voice. Second, AMAC provides members with exceptional benefits, things like insurance, products, travel discounts, and a lot more. And third, AMAC is a source of uncensored information you can trust. Newsletters, videos, podcasts, fresh website content, and a bi-monthly magazine, too. AMAC really is the best choice you can make. So join AMAC for the advocacy, benefits, and information. But most importantly, join because America needs you. Join today at amac.us slash back. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S slash back. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. So we haven't had the uh, we haven't had the dueling separate uh, news conferences yet, uh, but we do know that they talked for several hours, and so Biden is, I think, getting ready to do his press conference, and and then Putin is wow. getting ready to do his. Uh, so It'll we'll be see. Interesting, what kind of love fest they leave in uh, the wake of this? I'm guessing we're going to hear oh, it was productive. We had a good discussion. Look, and then the pause for twelve seconds. But I've said too much. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in trouble if I take any questions. My mom gets mad. Or who is that woman over there? My mom or sister. My, I don't know what oh, she Oh, come is. on. I'm your wife. Come on. Let's go. Time to go. <laughs> then Jill will don't lead him silly. away from the press conference by the hand. One day it's going to be that bad. I, <clears throat> it will be that bad. That and was we'll the say, first time I'd seen him being pulled away underneath the canopy 
when we aired it earlier today. Oh, really? You hadn't seen uh, that? That is... It's astounding. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's astounding. I Have mean, you ever seen that with an American president? Again, I go back to Reagan. In the late 80s, the left was yelling and screaming about how senile he was, about how he had dementia or whatever, and he never had moments oh like gosh. that. Never. The guy had Alzheimer's, early onset Alzheimer's at the end. And he didn't look as bad as Biden does. And they tried to tell no us. No way. And they tried to pull the, the Trump, how far he's fallen when he came yeah, out when he the had last that, time. When he had that speech last week or the week right. before. And he looked fine. He was, he was, was fine. Are you kidding me? You're going to worry about that we're supposed to be worried about Trump, Trump? When you got this guy over we here? The president of the United States of America being dragged away from talking to people by his wife so he doesn't say anything? That is embarrassing. The American president, the leader of the free world, is disintegrating right before our eyes. I'm not, I don't take pleasure in that. I am really uh, uh, sad about that. But... It's something we need to take note of and fix. And on top of which, you yes, 100%. On top of which, you pointed out something today that also has brought sadness to myself, and that is that Canada is part of the G7. And <laughs> right. I, I can't. I, right? I when not, did that happen? I will not let that happen. That has to, that has, that has to be rectified right now. <laughs> it does. We need to, right? I don't it care does. who we call. I don't care. what, what That has to be rectified. <laughs> I mean, we got to say, look. Okay, we made Some, a really bad mistake, yes. and you know it. Something has to be done. No country <laughs> whose greatest sport is curling can be part of the G7. I mean, I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe he snuck in. We didn't realize it. And somebody said, well, I, I guess he's part of them because he's here. Maybe that happened. Maybe. I don't know. Right, but it's never. it can't be official, right? It cannot. <laughs> that, could, that could not have been made official. Plus, when your prime minister is a douchebag like Justin Trudeau, we just have to say no. I mean, he's arresting bastards. No. No. Oh, that's... Come on now. That's awful. Um, We got to show you this because uh, this is about holding a worship service outside. Outside. And so they come and arrest him. Uh, Look at this. This is uh, Pastor uh, Tim Stevens who was arrested on new charges. I, I don't even know what the charge is, but here, here's what I'm happened. I'm so here for Rebel News, and I'm outside of the home of Pastor Tim Stevens. Pastor Tim was once again taken into custody. Numerous police vehicles arrived and put him in a car, taking him away from his families. It was an extremely emotional and harrowing ordeal, and we were there to capture it as it happened. I'm going to let you go now to the footage of That's his nice arrest. Little... You were served, okay, yeah. and then you got that gathering on June the 6th. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so that's what you're under arrest for. Oh, man, that's really sad. Don't let's never get the pattern down. Yeah, frisking him, making sure he's not armed because you know these pastors yes. are usually <laughs> heavily armed. He could go rogue at any moment. <laughs> yeah, fortunately they they got him off the street. Thank you, thank you, officer. 
for making the Canadian streets safe for the democracy. Entire, the entire neighborhood is out there thanking these people. Yeah, yeah, they are. I would say continue the course that you're continuing on. Push further ahead. Push oh, further yeah, keep pushing. To, and that, that's how much harder can we push here? I, I, I don't know how far Will you can go. Will you arrest me and take me away from them, too? I have like, no reason to His wife is out there so begging for them to... Not arrest him. I have no reason to arrest you, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Children are crying. His wife is crying. Uh, The officers are unmoved. Of course, they're just following the law. Or just following the law. I bet you there is no law. It's a... That's very possible. It's an order of some sort. Yeah, some sort of mandate. From from the Calgary mayor. It's some sort of edict. Yeah. But it's not... a. Bet you it's not a law. There can't be a law that you can't worship outside in Calgary, Canada. There can't be. I guarantee you there's not that law. <sighs> I mean, that is unbelievable. But uh, they're making this the Calgary streets safe again yes. for democracy. And don't you feel safer? I do. As a result of Pastor Tim Stevens being taken off the street. Of course, he wasn't on the streets. He was in his house. With his family. With his family. And he's been separated uh, from his family, which apparently illegal aliens in America can't be separated from their family. But you can separate American citizens from their family, and you can obviously separate Canadian citizens from their family. Well, he's a pastor. Yeah. And so we don't care. I mean, he brought people together. Mm -hmm. In a worship service outside right now apparently apparently they offered wow. him a way to get out they did and he said no right they, they oh, offered, out of jail yeah the judge said like that, bail uh, i think yeah, yeah. he had to admit yeah. and say that he wouldn't uh he wouldn't do his terrorist act again by bringing people together and worshiping and, and he, he wouldn't, wouldn't do, do that. it so he's so gonna I be in there until june 28th sending him yeah now they're sending him to a prison rather than jail oh my until gosh. until the end of june. july or is June. it July? I, no, I think it's I June twenty eighth. I think it's June twenty eighth. So he's got another twelve days at least. Uh, doing hard, doing hard, doing time. hard time. Thank goodness. <laughs> Maybe Again, do you I, want that guy roaming I, the streets here? Knock no. some sense into him. Jeez, I mean that is unbelievable. He had a worship service outside, which, and maybe the. Canadians don't care about the CDC, but the guidelines now are you can do almost anything outside. Yeah. Why is it different in Canada? I don't know. I thought that they were opening back up. <laughs> thought uh, so too. Maybe you know. Maybe Calgary is different, and they have you know other edicts to follow. That's uh, unreal. It really is. <clears throat> I mean, we've, we're letting uh, the uh, you know the world naked bike ride happen in Philadelphia uh, come in August, and you, oh, can, yeah. you can ride the bikes naked, but you have to wear a mask. <laughs> so, I mean, for health, for health and safety reasons, for health and safety reasons, safety and yeah. hygiene so purposes, to, wear the mask, but your butt can be completely butt naked. You can ride on the, the on the bike seat, yeah, and that's okay. But you know, for for health Ick. reasons, for health reasons, wear a mask. <laughs> what was the name of the other pastor that they just arrested because he kept having worship services? Oh yeah, and he, the and he was calling them Nazis. Nazis, get out! <laughs> You know that guy. And, well, the first one, you know, made it. He was willing to actually talk to them. He just said, "Don't come on a day of worship. Right. We're not doing it on this day. Right. You're come any your other day. Get out of here." And they kept coming on on the Sabbath or whenever they right, had because their they service. wanted to show their power in front of the yeah. in front of all the all the people, which is presumably why he was so upset. Right. 
Uh, so anyway, there is a follow-up to Pastor Tim Stevens. Yeah, that's, uh, that's it. And I mean, right, this is it. Here's the guy talking about. So here for Rebel News with an update on the case of Pastor Tim Stevens. By now, you've likely seen the dramatic footage of his arrest and being yeah, plucked away from his family. Yeah. Well, after all of that, Pastor Tim <laughs> Stevens was met by a justice of the peace offering him bail conditions. These conditions were effectively that he would comply and no longer gather with his congregants. After everything that Pastor Tim and his family went through, they will not be signing that document and handing over this fight that they have fought so hard to win. As a result of refusing to sign that document on principle, on the insistence that he must continue to shepherd his congregation, he will now be held in prison until june 28th that's right Again, we have pastors right. being held in Phew. prison for that was weeks a close one simply for gathering to worship while jason kenny and his friends gather in the sky palace while other groups gather in downtown calgary there was a dance party the other night hockey teams in the nhl are able to have people start to attend but this pastor oh, wow. gathering outdoors with his congregants is for some reason the subject of all the spite of Jason Kenny, the Calgary Police Services, Alberta Health Services, Nahid Henji, and anyone else who has the authority to call off these ridiculous and targeted attacks of discrimination and bigotry against Christians in this city. This absolutely mm-hmm. must stop. This is madness. Well, I disagree. I mean, I think the Calgary police are saving lives. They're just clearly saving lives. Thank you. Who knows what Pastor I mean, Tim Stevens would have done? An outrage that this justice of the peace was going to let him back out on the streets. <laughs> this is unbelievable. It it is really incredible. It, like he said, NHL's going on. I'll bet they're doing the Calgary Rodeo. It I bet seems, you can go to that outdoors. And, and they were, and it showed some of their leaders who have made these edicts, uh, you know, sitting down at a round table, drinking oh, yeah. wine, having a good time. Yep. Uh, so it seems to me, and, uh, you know, it's just me, that it would be a, almost looks like, almost looks like an attack on Christianity. But. Almost. I mean. If you didn't know better. Yeah. yeah you that, might think, huh. That seems like an attack on Christianity. Right. But huh. I mean But we know better. Can't be. right, so it can't be that. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. our agency that does that regulates uh uh power and energy in this in this state in Texas. ERCOT, what does that stand yes. for? The ERCOT. The, it stands for ERCOT. Yeah, whatever. Um, they're mandating that we should keep our, our temperature, our thermostats, at 78 or higher now. Yeah. Uh, so I've taken it to the next. I'm keeping mine at 83. <laughs> uh, that's good, that's good of you. I won't go a degree under 83 degrees <laughs> in my home. <laughs> and that's because, hard to keep because the houses keep getting warmer <laughs> and warmer. Yeah. When you set it at 83, it decides, <laughs> no, maybe we should be 84. No. Right. Well, you gotta well keep it right we have the wonderful uh, thermostats that learn because they're the nest things from Google. They learn. They learn how you like it. And that's why they turn it up because they know that you don't want it that low. <laughs> So they're going to turn up your air conditioning. I'll tell you what, that's coming, my friend. It's coming. They're going oh, to. They're going to decide. We've decided for you that you like it at this temperature. Yeah, 
And we've decided that there's uh, a lack of energy right now, so we're going to turn off your air conditioning yeah. system right now because you're using a little too much power. Yeah. You want your refrigerator to stay on? Oh, All yeah. right, we're going to turn off your air conditioning. Oh, yeah. That, that, that has happened have uh, you, in the past. Have you ever in the summer kept your thermostat at 78 degrees? No, that's too cold. I, I, it's too cold. I got news for ERCOT. Um, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> that really? is like I don't know how, a death temperature I mean, to like, me. I'm not doing 78 it. is Arctic. Uh, I mean, I'm freezing and just you? You know, shaking. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. It's got to be in the 80s, or I'm just not <laughs> unhappy. There is no way that's, that's any Texan is doing 78 degrees. No, no, no way. we pay to have be able to have. That's why we live in in places on the planet that are warm. Because once in a while, we like to go outside. Mm-hmm. be hot but we also like to go inside and, and we cool like to off. go inside because there's a thing that we invented as humans called air conditioning yes and the thing is in texas summer here is like winter in northern spots for the most part yeah i mean we you don't stay go inside because yeah, it's miserable outside and uh, you're not gonna be you're not gonna get much relief at 78 no degrees. you are not and i understand like the west is in a really big uh heat wave right now salt lake city had their highest i think the hottest temperature ever in june at wow. 107 degrees yesterday. i mean it was it, 107 when the last time when last time i was in salt lake it was over 100 degrees when we were there it does happen yeah i mean mm-hmm. i don't i guess obviously it wasn't 107 but it sure felt like it when we were there uh yeah it did <laughs> it did but it's a dry heat. oh okay it's a dry okay. heat and I, I will say though that when it, it the temperature only drops to you know when it's ninety five here during the day it might get down to eighty five at bone, night bone chilling eighty five bone chilling eighty five <laughs> and it's still humid so it feels still like it's ninety five I, I I don't know I don't know how they expect you to keep it at seventy eight you can't it's just impossible so I'm not going to um, and besides there are groups uh, the group that was inspired by Greta Thunberg. You know, to control climate change Love and to them. wake people up about the climate and the catastrophe that we're we're in right now. You're not. You're talking about the uh, great, wonderful uh, school, school strike, strike for, for climate. For climate, people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The school strike Love for them. climate movement. Love them. Made the announcement that they've disbanded. Oh no! Because no. they have been a quote racist white dominated space unquote. Oh no! Yeah. Yeah. How dare you? Right. Exactly. So they disbanded. The Post said that under the guidance of their BIPOC members, <laughs> the black, indigenous, and people of color uh, people, the group would stop organizing events to fight against climate, uh, global warming, and admit their past support of systemic racism. They said that uh, they must be led now by BIPOC people bipoc voices and demands and so they're going to stop doing it and let the bipoc uh people move in now and do it is this the the whole the big the entire global movement or just one chapter it's a good question i think it's just the auckland chapter okay whoo i don't want the entire movement to be over right i don't either because it's so important thank you that they really need to keep going but this chapter i think just got lazy and they're like let's let the minorities do this they're the ones most affected by climate change just let them take care of it (laughs) we're we're gonna go back to screwing around
on weekends. Okay, I'm not going to hold a sign anymore. Yeah, we can't do that. <laughs> Let them do it. No justice, no peace. I'm not doing it. Yeah. So. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So if you're smart with your money, and since you're listening to this show, uh, chances are pretty good that you are. Uh, you're probably doing everything you can to save money and cut your expenses month by month. I'm sure you realize that not only is this the best way to ensure that you'll have a comfortable retirement, but it's also vital to be prepared for if and when, let's face it, when times get tough. This is why we always recommend uh, that you call American Financing and let them see if they can help you save even more money. Never hurts to have another set of eyes on stuff and American Financing's consultants are the best. Between getting out you out from under things like crushing credit card debt and mortgage rates and helping you refinance or consolidate your debts, they could save you hundreds of dollars a month or maybe even more. They've been doing this over the past two decades, and they've helped so many people just like you get their financial feet on solid ground. Call them today. And let them help you. Call American Financing, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. Don't forget to use promo code GLEN for $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. Pat Gray, Jeff Fisher, or Glenn, 888-727-BECK. <laughs> I don't know why the yeah thing happened. I don't, I don't really fully just, understand it myself. Just, just for a smile and to make Sarah mad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look how pissed she is. I know. She's really, oh my she's livid right now. I know. Livid. Uh, all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Father's Day coming up this weekend. Uh, if you, Ooh, if you'd like some, not like Father's Day. Really delicious stuff to give Dad for Father's I, Day. I would. Would you? Yeah. Uh, maybe you go to kexi.com and and buy some cookies. Ten percent really? off right now. Although I can't guarantee they'll be there. Uh, yesterday was a cutoff to guarantee delivery by Father's Whatever. Day. I mean, so you might have to eat them like Monday or Tuesday. But Dad would still like it, I bet. The ma- maple bacon uh, cookie. dot com. Yeah. We can guarantee right. it getting there late for Father's Day. Now. <laughs> well, it's not say? guaranteed. Oh. It might get there early. <laughs> we, I just don't know. Oh, okay. We're kind of at the mercy of the mail delivery people now. Don't you run the joint? Uh, you, yes, but I don't run the post office. <laughs> I can't get them to do it faster. Uh, well, if I was in charge of the post office, we'd have it worked out for Didn't you. Didn't you try to be in charge of the post I, office? I, Didn't you want to yes, be absolutely. postmaster general? Do. Well, for a long time, I wanted to be postmaster general. But then I found mm-hmm. out that the postmaster general answers to the board of governors. So you want to be oh. on the board of governors. They, really? they are the ones that make the plans for the postal okay. service. Yeah. And what kind of fabulous so, plans could you make if you're on the board of governors? I don't want to lay it all up for you right now. I mean, like there's, not, could, there's not enough time in the you day could to deliver, lay out You could the mandate entire... that they deliver cookies yes. quicker? That yes. would be good. That'd be really, yes. really good. Uh, a couple of amazing stories, though, uh, to share before we get finished today. Um, this, this story on Twitter is amazing. About Twitter in Nigeria. Are you familiar with what's going on there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess Twitter deleted a tweet from the president of Nigeria. So they got pissed off and uh, banned Twitter Twitter. from Nigeria. And that did not make Twitter happy. 
not one they're little such believers bit. in free speech they are and free communication and they expressed that jeffy uh twitter said in a statement that they are deeply concerned yes by the blocking of Twitter in Nigeria. Yeah, They're I deeply concerned. Bet they are. Access. I love this. How ironic and hypocritical is this? Access to the free and open internet is an essential human right in Thank modern you. society. We will work to restore access for all those in Nigeria who rely on Twitter to communicate and connect with the world. Really? <laughs> are you serious? They have the giblets. Yes, they do. To say that when they've banned, what, 100,000, 150,000 conservatives? Oh, yeah. On Twitter, who I thought access to the free and open internet is an essential human right. Right. And listen, we, huh. all, have, and we all have access. I mean, uh, you know, my Twitter Unreal. account, had on, just like many other Twitter accounts, uh, have gone through and just continued to lose followers. I, I, I'm sure that all of the thousands of followers that we're losing are all bots. They're all Russian bots. Of course sure. they are. Yeah, sure. Sure they are. Right. And we're all being uh, shadow banned. So you, when you tweet something, only a few people see it. Or you have to go specifically to the, that Twitter account to see the tweet. But they're all for free and open communication. It's oh, all part of that. Of course. Of course. And by the way, there are 39 million. This is why Twitter's a little concerned. They're losing 39 million customers. Oh, yeah. There's 39 million Twitter users in Nigeria. Is that they, surprising to you? And they should follow at Jeffy JFR, by the way. When they when Twitter <laughs> well, they gets, can't when Twitter right gets now, kicked back on, yeah, it's, at it's Jeffy JFR. Down. 201. There's 200 million people in Nigeria. Do you know that? That's a lot. I mean, I would I would have guessed 199. I didn't think two, but <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but only thirty nine million. We're on. We're on Twitter. Still at any though, given time. still uh, that's a lot. That's, that's a lot. It's a significant yes, portion of their African uh, Twitter base, I'm sure. And so, yeah, they're a little concerned now. I just, I love that story. That is, that is so tasty. That Jack is getting a little taste of his own medicine. Oh yeah, and he does not like it no, one bit. They don't like it at all. Good. They don't like it at all. Good. You know, they've even they. Uh, Speaking of social media and, and, you know, you go from Twitter onto Facebook, they Facebook has really been trying to play both sides of the fence. You know, they throw out the, uh, well, yeah, we're maybe we're a little biased. Maybe we're, you know, they're, they're yeah, they second or third in command. Mm-hmm. They admit that, yeah, maybe we're a little biased. Mm-hmm. But then you go on the other side of the fence and Jack says, well, well we need regulation. And then they, they second in command. No, we don't need regulation. What are you kidding me? We're for free and open mm-hmm. communication. Mm-hmm. But what's, you know, I mean, Jack and Zuckerberg are all working for regulation because they know once they get that locked in, they're good. Yep. They can regulate anybody else getting into the a- game. Yep. That's what they're trying to do. So p- people wonder all the and time. They almost have. Why does really Facebook want government inter- intervention for that reason? Yeah. So they can shut everybody else down and they can't get to their level. And that's what they're trying to do. And they almost have, really, yeah, they uh, have. already. I mean, there was there was a that you know, parlor really started in uh, looking like it was going to make a dent, and we put so they got a, dog we, slapped. We put a kibosh on that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Quickly got a little too big for your britches. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, we were talking about uh, the the climate people, the uh, strike for climate or whatever yeah. that is, uh, because they're racist. They shut down in Auckland, yeah. New Zealand. 
there's something else that's going on in the world of climate change that's pretty interesting. Um, the the possibility of climate lockdowns. That's, a, that's not something I've heard about before. I don't think I'm. I don't think I would be for it. Uh, it doesn't sound like. Uh, I don't think I would be for it. You know, right condition. off the top of my head, I would say no. Let's not do that. Right. <laughs> Uh, and here's somebody telling you exactly what uh, climate lockdowns would entail. Are you ready for climate lockdowns? No. Oh, you think I'm making no. that up? No, Avoiding a climate that. lockdown by the WBCSD. Mm-hmm. That rolls off the tongue. That stands for the World Business Council for Sustainable Development. 3M, oh. Apple, Bloomberg, mm. BMW, Chevron, BP, Dow, DuPont, wow. Google, IBM, Ikea, Kellogg's. Nestle, Procter & Gamble, it just keeps going. This was published way back in October 2020, so it's not even a new thing. They say, in the near future, the world may need to resort to lockdowns again, this time to tackle a climate emergency. Wait, Wait how could the climate what? create an emergency that we need a lockdown to solve? Who cares? They say under a climate lockdown, governments would limit private vehicle use, ban the consumption of red meat, and impose extreme energy-saving measures. Fossil fuel companies would have to stop drilling. To avoid such a scenario, we have to overhaul economics and do capitalism differently. See, in this article, they explain how the three crises, the health crisis, the economic crisis, and the environmental crisis, are all interconnected by the Anthropocene, which they call a disease. Yes, the disease of the Anthropocene. That's from the U.S. National Library of Medicine and National Institute of Health. What is the Anthropocene? Well, it's humanity. Anthropocene literally means the world as controlled by humanity. So what they're saying is humans are a disease that needs to be wiped out. Uh, That's why they always talk about the anthropomorphic uh, uh, climate or global warming it's it's the warming that mankind is responsible for i was just looking at the uh, wbcsd.org mm-hmm. uh, website under their uh, vision 2050 plan and the world faces three critical challenges what are they the climate emergency okay nature loss nature loss and mounting inequality oh wow so it's time to transform vision 2050 Wait, mounting inequality that's part of climate change huh <laughs> hmm that seems to be part of the whole the green is the new red movement yes it does green is the communist movement according, of the past according to this the COVID 19 pandemic has illustrated that these challenges are interconnected and that our systems are ill prepared for shocks Wow. So they're going to go ahead and prepare us. Because wow. we need, it sets a shared vision of a world in which more than 9 billion people are able to live well within planetary boundaries. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, we don't have any choice but to live by this planetary boundary. I don't know anybody living outside of this planet. Really? Not a single person. No. There's not one. I mean, <laughs> there's right. not one. I thought somebody just paid uh, Jeff Bezos twenty-eight million bucks to, yeah, to be on for about fifteen minutes. Guidelines. Yes, yeah. yeah, they might do it for a few days or a few months, but they're not doing it permanently. <laughs> I can promise you that. That's unbelievable. And then they they decide that they might shut down vehicles. And not allow you to eat red meat? Yeah, the framework to guide business wow. action at wow. the heart of this framework is nine transformation pathways. 
covering the areas like like he said energy transportation mobility living spaces products and materials financial products services connectivity health well-being water sanitation and food that's good of them they're on top of it vision 2050 scary uh, <laughs> scary yes it that's is. probably a u.n initiative i'll bet if you look into the background or a george soros thing either the u.n or george soros uh let's go to Kristen in california hey Kristen. You're on the you're on the Glenbeck program with Pat and Jeffy. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Through the miracle of the modern telephone, we can. Wonderful. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just wanted to share a story. Um, I go to university in California, mm-hmm. and I am a part of a Christian club there. Um, and this past year, with the lockdowns and everything, with um, social justice movement it started creeping into our Christian club. Um, and mm. me and my boyfriend started to get really concerned because we were just like, can we just preach the gospel and the Bible? And can't we just do this and not have all of this social justice in, in here? And so yeah, um, my boyfriend and I ended up actually speaking up to our staff members um, and completely just got shut down saying, oh, there's different ways you can process mm. this in different areas. Um but then we started talking to other students in our club and about 80% of the students agreed with us. Um, and we're also very concerned. Interesting. And yeah, it was, it was amazing to kind of see that actually us speaking out, um, really, really like actually encouraged these people to actually leave our club, these staff members, because they said that, um, our club wasn't radical enough for them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's amazing how they make you feel isolated, but you're not alone. You just have to say something. So, Christy, really you, amazing. you said 80% of your club was with you and your boyfriend. Did they leave with you, or how did that work out? Um, no. So, the way that it kind of resulted, me and my boyfriend, um, we had been actually, like, blocked on social media by these couple staff members. Um, Jeez. And really felt isolated in that regard. Um, so, it just wasn't a hospitable environment. So, the two of us decided to leave. But a lot of the other people actually decided to stay and actually fight for it. Um, so this next year, they're going to be continuing on in terms of um, trying to press forward and like mm. getting social justice out. And we're wanting to support them, but we can't stay there because it's not yeah. hospitable. So wow, yeah. uh, appreciate the call. Thanks, Chris. It's, yeah, good luck with that, with that, and good for you for for standing up. Right. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. It's Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Jeffy, your favorite musical genre uh, could get you in real trouble uh, in North Korea. Just want you to really? know that, just in case what, you're ever I'm going to North traveling? Korea. Yeah, you, oh, you no. don't bring your K-pop with you. Okay, uh, really? The Korean pop music yeah, no, that you, you love so much. Yeah, you yeah. Can't bring it. Can't bring it. Can't get enough of K-pop. Uh, North Korea's dictator Kim Jong Un is cracking down. Oh no! On uh, the popular music that emanates from South Korea, known as K-pop. Apparently, he likes it. So little that uh, he's going to put you in jail if he finds you with it. You're going to go really? into a prison camp. Is that because it's mm-hmm. from South Korea or is it just he hates the music? That's a good question. They don't really explain that, but I think it has a little something to do with both. I'm sure that they don't like their North Koreans listening to South Korean right. music. That pisses them off. And then the music sucks, too. And I, I agree with him on that I mean, I'm a little shocked point. that you would feel that way. But <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. I know. It's hard to believe. But uh, if you don't, d- if you distribute the music, for instance, if you were to take some CDs into North Korea and sell them, right, 
uh, he'll put you to death. Shoot you dead. Yeah. You're, right you'll then. Be, it's, a, it's a death sentence yeah. offense. Is that, that's amazing. It's amazing. He really doesn't like it. <laughs> he really hates K-pop. And I was thinking about smuggling some K-pop <laughs> CDs into North you Korea, too. You and me both, because there's a lot of money to be made. I know. I'm sure the North Koreans love K-pop, but they can't, they can't have access to it. Uh, also, speaking of North Korea, we got this. Uh, did you see the North Korean defector uh, who came to the United States? She walked across the Gobi Desert in order to find freedom and then finally made her way to the United States and then wound up at Columbia University in New York, an Ivy League school. And uh, just I think she just finished up her uh, her time in at Columbia. And she said what she was struck by was the anti-Western sentiment in the classroom at Columbia. <laughs> right. And the political I mean, correctness that had her thinking even North Korea isn't this nuts. I mean, we saw that, that with the from the University of Texas Dallas students earlier with, All the, right. with the flag anti. I mean, it's incredible. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Got to stand up to it and uh, make our feelings known. Yes. All right. Uh, it's been fun. We will see you again uh, back here tomorrow, filling in for Glenn and for Stu on the Glenn Beck program. We'll see you then. Have a great day. This is the Glenn Beck program.